This morning's reflection is about faith and beginning with some words from Henry David Thoreau from his book, Faith in a Seed. Though I do not believe that a plant will spring up where no seed has been, I have great faith in a seed. Convince me that you have a seed there and I'm prepared to expect wonders. Occasionally during this retreat, actually twice or maybe three times now, I've been able to go home for a a short while. And what I do when I go there is primarily do some work in my garden. And I've had the uh, wonderful opportunity to bring some of what has grown in the garden back here to the retreat. I've been growing vegetables and flowers for many, many years now. And still, every single year, I notice a sense of awe and faith when I, at first, uh, at the beginning of the season, observe the tiny seeds in my hand and then carefully put them into the ground. No matter how many times I've done this, There's awe in relationship to the mystery that these tiny dots do what they do. And faith based in years of experience that in fact they will, or at least most of them, will eventually burst out of their tiny, tight little selves and grow fruit into lettuce, beets, sunflowers, tomatoes, dill, etc., So, considering faith, what is it? Where does it come from? How does it work? What's its role in relationship to the teachings and practices as taught by the Buddha? Is there a difference between faith and belief? And if so, what is the difference? Faith in what? In who? In these teachings and practices that we've inherited from the Buddha, faith is one of the wholesome and beautiful mental factors that develop and blossom through our practice of concentration, mindfulness, and all the Brahma-viharas. And faith is one of five spiritual faculties or five positive mental factors, which are sometimes called the five spiritual powers that feed our practice and that blossom and that strengthen with diligent practice. The other four, besides faith, being effort, energy, mindfulness, concentration, and wisdom. So one aspect of faith, then, is that it's a wholesome power. It's a strength. The Pali word that's translated uh, as faith is sada, 
And actually, there's really no one word in English that can really truly render the full meaning of the word sada. Faith from our practice perspective encompasses trust and confidence and courage, strength, devotion, and clarity. The literal translation of the Pali word sada is to place the heart upon. So in other words, to connect from the heart, to, we could say, offer one's heart, to give over our heart. So we could say then that another aspect of faith is that it's a verb, it's an action. To place the heart upon, to connect from the heart. My Israeli students tell me that the root word of faith in Hebrew is a verb. They tell me that it's not something that we have, but it's rather something that we do. We're willing to take the next step. We're willing to open to the unknown. We're willing to embark on the journey and maybe to see it as an adventure. So faith has a power, a strength, and a verb, an action. The Buddha spoke about three levels of faith, the first being what is called blind faith which usually occurs in us when we encounter something or someone <clears throat> that inspires us. And, and at those times we often feel a, a brightness and maybe some degree of devotion and love in those moments. Usually this type of faith is based on dependence on someone or something outside of ourselves to make us feel good. Consequently, it's actually not sustainable, and it might not be rooted in wisdom. The second level of faith that the Buddha spoke about is called verified faith. And this faith is based in confidence that's born out of our wise reflection and discriminating wisdom as we investigate our own direct experience. So, for instance... We have faith in the truth of anicca, impermanence. Not because we've heard about it or because we've read about it, but because of our own clear observation, investigation, and reflection, and the intuitive wisdom or intuitive understanding that arises out of our own direct and focused mindful attention to our experience of body, mind, and heart. The third level of faith that the Buddha spoke about is a great power, the great power of unshakable faith. It's rooted in verified faith. As our mind and our heart continue to deepen and strengthen through developing a meditation practice that evolves towards the blossoming and the fruiting of concentration, clear mindful awareness, kindness, compassion, and a genuine understanding, insight, or or wisdom. 
one of the fruits of unshakable faith is the blossoming of a very clear and unfettered faith in the incredibly vast potential of our understanding and in the direction of our spiritual path. The primary ingredient of heart and mind by which this happens is learning to stay open, learning to stay open and connected in the experience of the moment. Meaning that this unshakable faith is rooted in a willingness to open to what we could call the mystery, opening to the truth beyond the realm of our often deeply conditioned, habituated ideas and opinions, beliefs, interpretations, and feelings. So faith in our own direct, immediate experience, just as it is. And now just a very brief reflection on the difference between faith and belief. To move along this path, we actually need to rely on faith, not on belief. Meeting experience with a set of beliefs becomes a process of perceiving, interpreting, and understanding experience so that it conforms with our habitual patterns, so that it conforms with our learned patterns of perception habituated ways of thinking and acting. Another way of saying this is that if we're meeting experience with a set of beliefs, we're reacting our habituated ways of thinking and acting again and again and again. So faith as willingness and confidence. Confidence and faith based on experience, not on beliefs. Sada. Confidence and trust in relationship to our practice. Meeting confidence and trust in our own potential for awakening. Awakening out of suffering. Waking up out of ongoing dissatisfaction, discomfort, disappointment, neediness. Faith in the possibility of awakening into the spaciousness of open-hearted presence and ease of being with things as they are, however they are, inside us and outside us. And closing the reflection with a, a little story from a book, uh, children's literature, Frog and Toad Together. And this story is called The Garden. Frog was in his garden. Toad came walking by. What a fine garden you have, Frog, he said. Yes, said Frog, it is very nice, but it was hard work. 
I wish I had a garden, said Toad. Here are some flower seeds. Plant them in the ground, said Frog, and soon you will have a garden. How soon, asked Toad. Quite soon, said Frog. Toad ran home. He planted the flower seeds. Now seeds, said Toad, start growing. Toad walked up and down a few times. The seeds did not start to grow. Toad put his head close to the ground and said loudly, Now seeds start growing. Toad looked at the ground again. The seeds did not start to grow. Toad put his head very close to the ground and shouted, Now seeds start growing. Frog came running up the path. What's all the noise, he asked. My seeds will not grow, said Toad. You're shouting too much, said Frog. These poor seeds are afraid to grow. My seeds are afraid to grow, asked Toad. Of course, said Frog. Leave them alone for a few days. Let the sun shine on them and let the rain fall on them. Soon your seeds will start to grow. That night Toad looked out his window. Drat, said Toad. My seeds have not started to grow. They must be afraid of the dark. Toad went out in his garden with some candles. I will read the seeds a story, said Toad. Then they won't be afraid. Toad read a long story to his seeds. All the next day, Toad sang songs to his seeds. And all the next day, Toad read poems to his seeds. And all the next day, Toad played music for his seeds. Toad looked at the ground. The seeds still did not start to grow. What shall I do, cried Toad. These must be the most frightened seeds in the whole world. Then Toad felt very tired, and he went to sleep. Toad, Toad, wake up, said Frog. Look at your garden. Toad looked at his garden. Little green plants were coming up out of the ground. At last, Toad shouted. My seeds have stopped being afraid to grow. And now you will have a nice garden, too, said Frog. Yes, said Toad, but you were right, Frog. It was very hard work.